If no one sheds light on what is being done in the darkness, it will never stop. One in three girls and one in six boys are sexually abused and told to hush. Breaking the silence is the first step to healing. Healing is a lifelong journey. Find your voice. Your story matters. Pain put me into hiding. Purpose called me out. May the silence be broken. Together, we are one voice. Thanks for listening to the One Voice Podcast. It's a safe place for conversation on relevant topics with real life stories to encourage and inspire you along life's journey of healing from sexual abuse. I'm Mary O'Brien and now Nicole Braddock Bromley. Songs right now are telling us that it's the most wonderful time of the year, that it's the happiest season of all. (laughs) And I've come to find that for abuse survivors specifically, Halloween through New Year's often feels like an internal war zone. It's not the happiest time of the year. And I think that's really hard. It breaks my heart because I personally find a lot of things that I love about the Christmas season and just the holidays in general. But I also know that it's not like that for all of us. And it shouldn't be that way. I think that it's time for many of us to reclaim this chunk of the year. And so really wanted to devote this month's podcast to talking about the holidays, the hardship of the holidays and how to really get through it. It's like holiday survival 101. In fact, we're releasing a bonus podcast this month because we understand that for some of you, this may even be the most lonely, anxiety stricken, painful, memory ridden season of all. And that's okay. It's not okay what you went through, you know, the painful stuff in your past that wasn't your fault that you didn't deserve, but it is okay to acknowledge that the holidays aren't easy and they're not easy because of that. If you're having a hard time, say so. You know, if you're struggling to get through the holiday season for whatever reason that may be, we're just saying don't keep shoving it down. Don't keep giving in to the mask wearing, the people pleasing, painting on the smile that so many of us do during this time. What we are saying is that the stress, the anxiety, the fear, maybe sadness or anger, even bitterness, it's going to come out eventually anyway. So I think it's time that we are willing to admit the things that we need, whether it's a listening ear, a shoulder to cry on, helping hand, maybe it's a little getaway. Maybe it's changing your traditions. I think right now it's about being real with people that you trust And knowing that that's really important to getting you through this busy holiday season. The holidays oftentimes bring up things like grief, maybe loneliness. It can actually trigger memories from the past and anxiety bubbles to the surface. You're remembering loss. You're dealing with maybe addiction. And simply you're dealing with your abuse. Totally. I can relate to that. My abuse happened a lot during vacations, breaks from school, being in other locations, visiting other family members, being pulled away from different family events when everyone else was really engaged. And suddenly I'm with my stepfather in another room that I didn't expect to be in. So remembering those times, visiting those same locations, being around people that I only see a certain time of the year causes me to remember those memories. I'm triggered to remember those memories. Even certain smells can bring you back to that place. Even certain smells can trigger memories of abuse. My abuser was a really good cook and 
This time of the year, he always made homemade caramel corn, and it was amazing. But now, as an adult, I have recognized how a simple smell or even a taste of some sort of food can trigger you to remember things that happened that weren't so happy. I even remember being in the car one time, going on a long drive with my family for the holidays, and my husband actually bought a box of caramel corn, and that's what made me remember some of the worst things that I thought I had actually remembered most of my memories at that point as an adult. And suddenly I started having a new one emerge simply because of a package of food. And that brings up another point. We need to create new traditions. One of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite movies, Elf, goes like this. We elves try to stick to the four main food groups, candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup. And I think some of us are like Buddy the Elf. You know, you prefer to stick to the same things every holiday season, the same cookies, the same music, the same decorations, the same outings with the same people in the same town year after year. And I think that's a good thing for many of us. And the holidays can make you nostalgic and the warm, fuzzy memories that you make every year, something you can look forward to. It's exciting and it's fun. But for some of us, it's really hard to do those same things year after year. And so I want to simply acknowledge that, you know, that's why we're here. This is the holiday podcast, you know, Holiday Survival 101. And part of that is simply recognizing that some of the things that we used to do are not healthy for us anymore. If an old holiday tradition relates you back to a bad memory or maybe a good memory that you're grieving a loss from, then maybe you should consider taking a break from it this year or getting rid of it forever. It's been encouraging for me to experience, Nicole, um, your help with me choosing what I'm going to do for so long. I, I felt like I was doing what others wanted me to do because I had no choice. I was a kid and I was, you know, shipped off here, shipped off there, pack a bag, spend the night. We're going there because that's what we've always done. But as an adult and now as a mom, I get to choose what we're going to do. And it's creating these good, healthy memories together that don't allow any space for those yucky memories from the past. That's exactly right. If you can think about now, you're no longer a child, no longer under the rules of controlling or abusive parents or extended family. You now have the power to choose. You get to choose what your holidays will look like. You get to choose your new traditions. One of the choices you get to make is where you're going to spend your holiday. So if you feel uncomfortable, anxious, fearful about the location of your family's holiday gathering, or if the company that you're planning to be with this year makes it feel suffocating or frightening or anxiety-ridden, it's okay to say no this year. You don't have to go. Make a decision to care for yourself, for your family, whatever it looks like. You know, maybe it's time to take a break altogether from that big family gathering this year. And you may think, well, that sounds great, but Aunt Susie's going to be upset or my mom's going to be really disappointed. You need to hear this. You don't have to worry about what anybody else thinks. They'll get over it. <laughs> Trust me, I've had the thought before that uh, family's going to be upset that you're not showing up, but you are allowed to take care of yourself. And that means making decisions that are best for you. And sometimes they won't understand that. And that's also okay. They will never understand it. They didn't go through what you went through. You did. On the other hand, maybe you decide to go, but you make a plan, an escape route. 
plan to leave early with someone else, someone that you've lined up in advance that's, you know, ready to get that text to show up at the door, pick you up and haul you off to some safer, more fun place. Whatever you choose, make the decision and just move on from there. Setting those types of boundaries and making healthy choices on where and who you will spend your holiday with this year It will not only strengthen you, but it will move you forward on your journey of healing from childhood sexual abuse. And that is a really great tradition. It's really important to be patient with yourself. This is a process. It takes time to change the negative associations to holidays into the positive ones. So don't expect too much change too quickly. I might say this every single podcast, but healing is a lifelong journey. So you're going to begin to restructure what the holidays are going to look like for you and just expect it to take time. And in the meantime, pay attention to your heart, your overall health. If you haven't already done so, consider making some plans to not have any plans. Oftentimes it's not the actual holiday that we're celebrating that's most stressful and difficult, but it's the weeks leading up to it. So be patient with yourself. Don't pressure yourself to perform or to be perfect. I know Mary and I both struggle with this every single year, but make a commitment to not overdo it this time. Sometimes we need accountability. We need to lean on each other and to help each other to make that space for our own health. Personal quiet time is really vital this holiday season, so make sure you schedule that in. At the same time, there are those of you who find this season super lonely. You don't have to schedule time to not have any plans because you don't have any plans. And so I would encourage you to make plans to do something good for others. Visit with the other lonely grandmas sitting in your town's assisted living center, you know, or make some cookies and deliver them to the homeless. Go for a long walk with a friend that you just have a hard time getting together with every year, or simply go build yourself a gingerbread house. I don't know, <laughs> but make some plans to really serve others. If, if you find yourself wondering how you're going to replace your old traditions with new ones, and you're worried about being sad and lonely and by yourself, then start inviting other people in. Bring the international students from your local college that can't go home for the holidays. Invite them over for a meal at your house. There's so many ways that you can make this holiday a better one, not just for you, but for people in your community. It's pretty incredible. I found just from my personal experience that when you're giving and serving others, God is truly transforming your heart and it can truly give you purpose and life and it makes your holiday season purposeful. Definitely. I think there's healing in sharing the holidays, even with someone new, you know, someone that was in need that really just makes this holiday season a different one. And a lot of times it can be a better one. The last little nugget that we have for you is be a kid again. It's so important to let that little kid inside come back out. This is one of the most exciting times of the year for a child, for a child who's not been abused. So let's take you back to that place before your innocence was stolen. What would you have wanted the holidays to look like? And now's your time. Reclaim it. 
one actually really good memory that I had as a child was sleeping by the Christmas tree. And I miss that. So a few years ago, I started doing this. It kind (laughs) of sounds weird saying it out loud. But one night around Christmas, I always sleep on the floor around the Christmas tree. I just love the glow of the lights. And it sounds also strange to say just the heater running and the smell and just the vibe and energy just makes me feel so good and warm and fuzzy inside. It's just something I wish I could wrap up (laughs) and take with me every day. Oh, that's perfect. I think being a kid again is about just being free, being silly, being creative, being childlike. Pull out those memories that you do love about your childhood and do that all over again. Or just do something you always wanted to do as a kid and never could. And most of all, make sure you laugh. Next week, we have a little early Christmas present for you, a bonus podcast, a continuation of our holiday tips. We hope you'll subscribe, write a review if you hear something you like, even invite family and friends to listen so more people can hear about healing. Check us out at IamOneVoice.org or on Facebook.